0: So you feel this is the missing link of Bible prophecy? Absolutely, Jonathan. Uh, I am thoroughly convinced that the climactic conclusion of the Arab-Israeli conflict is going to come very, very soon. Buckle your seatbelts. Bill Salas, the founder of Prophecy Depot Ministries,
1: is going to share what he believes you need to know about the coming Middle East crisis and how it's going to affect you. All that's ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program that helps you to understand the Jewishness of Yeshua, Jesus, why that matters to you, and what God is doing today with Israel. Now, today's guest believes that a final showdown between the Arab world and Israel is imminent. He says that there's overlooked Bible prophecy that is extremely relevant today for every one of you watching. Here to discuss the prophetic implications of the current Middle East crisis and world events is the founder of Prophecy Depot Ministries and is also a good friend of Jewish Voice. Please welcome Bill Salas. (laughs) Bill, always great to have you. Thank you. Good to have you you. back. Come on, sit down. We were talking earlier about the missing link in Bible prophecy. You believe that is Psalm 83. Can you just
0: give us a brief explanation of Psalm 83? Absolutely, Jonathan. Psalm 83 is an ancient prophecy written about 3,000 years ago by the Hebrew prophet Asaph. And it was written at a time uh, when the, is, the land of Israel and the Israeli people were experiencing an unprecedented period of uh, blessings from the Abrahamic covenant. They, were, they had their King David, they were in the land, they were winning wars, they were annexing more land. The harvest was bountiful. And here comes Asaph, with this prophecy, that is nothing short than an attempted genocidal attempt of the Jews and a confiscation of their land. And I say a Hebrew prophet, because in addition to him being a chief worship leader, we're told in Second 2 Chronicles 29:30 that he was a, uh, a behold a seer, a beholder of vision, is the Hebrew word shows a prophet. So he uh, he wrote 12 psalms, and this is the most prophetic of them all. And in a nutshell, in a nutshell, what it is, is a confederate confederacy of. Arab states and terrorist populations that share common borders with Israel, that confederate together with one explicit intent, and that is to cut the nation off that the name of Israel is remembered no more. They want to take the pastures of God for themselves as a possession. They want one more Arab state if it was to find fulfillment in the very near future, and they want to call it Palestine.
1: Now, you, you, you say this is a missing
0: prophecy. What do you mean by
1: that? Explain.
0: Well, there's two, two reasons for that. It's missing in that it was the, the prophetic aspects of the psalm, there's 18 verses in Psalm 83, were sort of overlooked throughout the years. Uh, there were a few people uh, who've written summarily about it, uh, Dr. Ron Fruchtenbaum, David Dolan, but mainly it was looked at as just a prayer of lament, uh, just a normal psalm, not the, the prophetic aspects of it. So it was missed, and yet I think it's a prophecy for our time, a very timely prophecy, but also um, the missing aspect of it is that it's the missing puzzle piece that completes the end times prophetic puzzle. So once you know how it fits into the scheme of things, uh, you can now start to understand the whole chronology of prophecies that build upon it, one after another, that happens soon and sequentially from it. Not to mention the fact there was a mysterious miraculous discovery of the psalm, John. That was
1: my next question. Talk about the mysterious discovery.
0: Oh, Oh, it's amazing. In July 26th of 2006, that summer was a very prophetic year, in ireland a construction worker was was working with his backhoe in Irish bog soil and Irish bog soil is muddy bog soil and it was not an archaeological dig with toothbrushes here's a guy doing a construction project and he sees these antiquities spread out in where he's working and what it was was a bunch of psalms that were fragmented and scattered all over the place and they're in a museum right now they're trying to they're scarcely salvageable unfortunately except one psalm jonathan guess what psalm that was Psalm 83, it was unblemished. It was it's the open only one place. It was
1: preserved out of all the other psalms. Out of 150
0: been... psalms. And so it lasted. It was written in Latin. They, they believe it had been buried there for 1,200 years. And what's amazing about it, not the fact that, I mean, amazing that it was discovered in the first place intact, open in place, unblemished. But at the same time, there was a war going on between Israel and Hezbollah. And that was that 34-day conflict in the summer of 2006 where Hezbollah lobbed 4,000 rockets into northern Israel. And what's amazing about it, Jonathan, is that out of the 31,173 verses in the Bible, out of the 1,189 chapters in the Bible, and out of the 150 Psalms, it's the only place you're going to find in the Bible any resemblance of Israel and a Hezbollah going face-to-face in a war. We have to take a break. Coincidence? or God incidents. When we come back, Psalm
1: 83, a prophecy that is chilling but ultimately hopeful and how it may affect Israel, America, and you. We'll be right
2: back. Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the Gospel. The good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world, people who often die from medical conditions that here in the West could be easily treated. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the fact that our practical demonstration of His love opens the door for us to share the good news. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women and children, many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Bill Salas' latest book, Psalm 83. The missing prophecy revealed how Israel becomes the next MIDI superpower. With this incredible and insightful book, you'll discover the prophetic implications of current Middle East events and how they can affect you. Ancient prophecy that identifies the Arab nations and terrorist populations that want to wipe Israel off the map. And just exactly how Psalm 83 predicts a climatic conclusion to the Arab-Israeli war. In addition, we'll also send you a teaching series by Jonathan Burness called, Role of Israel in Last Day's Prophecy. In this in-depth audio teaching, all on CD, Jonathan will answer such questions as, Why is Satan trying to destroy the Jewish people? And what does he know that we don't know? What one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? And what does the Bible's reference to the fullness of the Gentiles mean? Please call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people and psalm 83 the missing prophecy revealed and jonathan bernis teaching will be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate his love thank you
1: i'm back with noted author bill solace and we're discussing the prophetic implications of current world events particularly the middle east bill Most Bible teachers, prophecy teachers, are focused on Ezekiel 38 and 39. But you say that Psalm 83 probably precedes Ezekiel 38. That's a fascinating twist. Talk about that.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, Ezekiel 38 and 39 is a very important prophecy dealing with the Russian-Iranian-led invasion of Israel in the end times. And I I think that's a very important prophecy a stage setting. I think it's very near. I don't think it's next, though. And let me explain why. The Israel that Ezekiel describes in Ezekiel 38, verses 7 through 13, in my est- estimation, only partially exists today. Here's the prerequisites he gives us. It's a, uh, it's a country that is, is filled with Jews coming out of the nations of the world in the latter days upon the mountains of Israel. They dwell in the midst of the land, the very center of the land. They dwell securely, without walls, bars, nor gates. They are very prosperous Israel because Russia is coming after plunder and great booty. Now clearly, it's the latter years, Israel has been regathered out of nations of the world. It's questionable whether they dwelt smack dab in the center of the Promised Land, which we're told in Genesis 15:18 was from the river of Egypt, probably the Nile, to the river Euphrates, mm-hmm. much to Iraq, much larger. which the center would actually be Jordan. Mm-hmm. But they're not dwelling securely. They're not dwelling without walls, bars, nor gates. And it's questionable as to whether they have the type of plunder and booty. And they've never enjoyed the security,
1: peace and security in the land Uh, since 1948. It's never really been
0: secure. Amazing. They should have come back after 1878 years out in the diaspora, coming out of the Holocaust. They should have received banners and balloons and ticker tape. What do they get? They got bullets and bombs because of an ancient hatred that was enveloped in the religion of Islam. Immediately after declaring the state of Israel. Yeah, and and that's the problem. That's the Psalm 83 attitude. They They want to wipe Israel off. They don't want to accept it. That the name of Israel is remembered no more. So they have security. There's even greater wealth
1: than today, although it's been a prosperous country. But you also talk about Israel becoming a regional superpower. Already in one regard, they are but you believe it'll be even greater power because right now they're surrounded by Arab enemies but you you see real victory and growth in in wealth and military might talk about that I do
0: and and continuing to build into that answer to that question, Jonathan, is that Israel is not dwelling securely really by any stretch of the imagination right now. They've got existential threats all around them, chemical weapons in Syria, possibly going into Hezbollah's hands. Uh, And and the list goes on. Hamas was firing Fajr-5 missiles into Tel Aviv at the end of 2012. So they're not dwelling securely. And they're not dwelling without walls, bars, nor gates. They've got a 403-mile wall that courses through uh, around the west bank that separates palestinian terrorism out of israel proper and also the psalm 83 countries um those those arab nations that surround israel that share common borders with israel and the terrorist populations that are not listed in ezekiel 38 and 39 and, and that's interesting in itself why not why is he not listing edomites and ammonites and moabites which really would be Lebanon and the Hezbollah in Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, the Palestinian refugees, the Hamas, Egypt. Now you throw the Muslim Brotherhood in, Saudi Arabia. That's a good question. Why are they not listed in Ezekiel's coalition? He's very specific about the nine populations he lists Meshach, Tubal, you know, going through with Russia and Iran and Libya and who they are, but he doesn't list the other populations. It's interesting because he talks about the Edomites and Ammonites and all the Psalm 83 populations 89 times in his 48 chapters in Ezekiel. but He doesn't list them once. Why? In Ezekiel 38-9. Well, I think the answer is probably quite obvious. I think it's an intentional omission because they're involved in a war that precedes it, the Psalm 83 war. And, and when Israel wins that war, they can dwell securely and they can tear down that partition it's, wall.
1: It's, it is interesting and it's a twist in, from what I've been reading for almost 30 years. There has to be I know there's objections to your interpretation of Psalm 83 but you've been able to defend your, your views pretty well so far. Talk about some of the objections and how you answer, you've answered them.
0: Some believe simply that it's just an imprecatory prayer. Nothing more than that of Israel's enemies and yet it's a legitimate confederacy with a specific mandate um, a contemporary confederacy, not a chronological out, outlay of the order. Uh, some people believe it was fulfilled in, in the past in Second Chronicles 20, historically. But I, I, I you know, that not all the populations were included. Only two or three of the ten populations. There's reasons that didn't happen. It couldn't have happened in the diaspora because they want to wipe Israel off the map. There has to be an Israel. Mm-hmm. That happened in 1948. Sure. Then there's some people think it's part of Ezekiel 38 and 39. Well, we kind of address that. They're not even listed in Ezekiel 38 and 39. And some people think it's part of the Armageddon campaign. Those are the main objections. But yet the Israeli defense forces who are uh, exist in fulfillment of Bible prophecy in the tribulation period, during the Armageddon campaign, they're not fighting. They're fleeing.
1: In your most recent book, you say there's scriptures that reveal that the confederacy, the Arab confederacy that comes against Israel is defeated as a result of Psalm 83. What are some of those scriptures?
0: Absolutely. Getting back to the point, which is an amazing situation, that the Israeli defense forces exist today in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, and I'm going to give you a couple quotes of that, and I'm going to tell you why they exist in fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Ezekiel 37.10. Uh, It talks about a prophecy where the uh, Jews would come out of a holocaust-type condition and become an exceedingly great army. Now, Israel is ranked number 10 right now among world armies, but they were ranked nothing in 1948. That's right. And so the Israeli defense forces exist Primarily for Psalm 83, Jonathan, because you find out in the Armageddon campaign that it's Jesus Christ who returns in Isaiah 63 to stop the Antichrist and the world armies. You read about in Ezekiel 38 that it's not the Israeli defense forces, but it's, it's God who stops divinely that Russian-Iranian-led invasion. The Israeli defense forces are lifted up to preserve the Jewish people, the state of Israel, and to defeat their Arab enemies that are going to come against them. We don't
1: them. have much time. I want to shift to world events. Because the Middle East is the center stage of the world right now, very clearly. And you see world events moving quickly towards the fulfillment of Psalm 83.
0: I really do. I mean, just there's many reasons, a plethora of reasons, that we could safely pre- preclude that Psalm 83 is about to happen. And we won't have time to cover them all. But I'm going to go through a few of them. And let's just preview the neighborhood up there, Hezbollah. Uh, they, they've got 50 to 60,000 rockets, whereas in 2006, U.N. Resolution 1701, they were to dismantle everything they had. Now they've got Scud Ds. Scud Ds, Jonathan, can go 400 miles and hit with a 20-yard accuracy. They're not like the primitive Scud As that Saddam Hussein was using. And they can carry chemical weapons, which now we shift our attention just a little bit to the, the east and the south of that. Syria. Revolution almost two years now going on. Chemical weapons going all over the place. Israel said that's a red line. If Hezbollah gets those chemical weapons, that's a red line for Israel. The third largest uh, st- c- cache of weapons, uh, uh, chemical weapons in the world, we believe, floating around loosely in Syria. Let's go over to the Hamas. Let's go over to the, uh, the Gaza area. Lobbing missiles into Tel Aviv, Fajr 5s yes. that they got from Iran. Who brokered the ceasefire that the Obama administration called upon? Mohammed Morsi of the Muslim Brotherhood, a regime change that's going on that founded the Hamas in 1987. The Hamas is on our state-sponsored terror list.
1: Everything is building to culmination here. We're going to have you back next week because this is way too much to cover in one program. One last thought, though, before we go. You believe that there's events that have to take place before the final conflict. We're going to talk about them next week. Just give us one. Leave us with one.
0: Well, you've got two very fragile peace treaties between Israel and Egypt and Israel and Jordan. And I'm very concerned with the rise of the Muslim Brotherhood. And I'll be glad to share with you some of those concerns. I'm very concerns. interested
1: in Egypt and talking about Iran. We'll do that next week. Bill's going to be joining us again next week where he'll reveal the, all, all six things, actually. There are six things that need to be in place before this prophetic Middle East battle can happen. In the meantime... He has released a brand new book, Psalm 83, The Missing Prophecy Revealed. How Israel Becomes the Next Mid-East Superpower. It addresses everything that you need to know about the next prophetic event or series of events that are going to unfold in the Middle East, and it affects you. There is so much more that we can talk about that you need to know from this book. A lot more ahead. We'll be right back.
2: Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the Gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. People who often die from medical conditions that here in the West could be easily treated even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the fact that our practical demonstration of His love opens the door for us to share the good news. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care dental care and eye care all free of charge to thousands of men women and children many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist will you help these precious people every gift large or small will make a difference in someone's life as you respond with a gift of forty dollars or more we will send you Bill Salas's latest book Psalm 83 the missing prophecy revealed how Israel Becomes the Next MIDI Superpower. With this incredible and insightful book, you'll discover the prophetic implications of current Middle East events and how they can affect you. Ancient prophecy that identifies the Arab nations and terrorist populations that want to wipe Israel off the map. And just exactly how Psalm 83 predicts a climatic conclusion to the Arab-Israeli war. In addition, we'll also send you a teaching series by Jonathan Burness called, Role of Israel in Last Day's Prophecy. In this in-depth audio teaching, all on CD, Jonathan will answer such questions as, Why is Satan trying to destroy the Jewish people? And what does he know that we don't know? What one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? And what does the Bible's reference to the fullness of the Gentiles mean? Please call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people. And Psalm 83, the missing prophecy revealed, and Jonathan Bernus's teaching will be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love. Thank you.
1: We're talking today about last day's prophecy. What does the Bible say about the time immediately preceding the return of Yeshua, Jesus, to this earth? In fact, the Bible has a lot to say about what the condition of the world will be like and what events must take place before Jesus can return. And we emphasize on this program the unique role that Israel plays in connection with the last days and the return of Jesus to this earth. When we talk about Israel, most people think of the land of Israel, the state of Israel, the city of Jerusalem. And while that's certainly Israel and it's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy in 1948, A nation was created in a day, direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy, God bringing the children of Israel back to the land. But when when the Bible talks about, or particularly the New Testament talks about Israel, it's not talking so much about the land of Israel as it is talking about the people of Israel. So when the New Testament talks about Israel, it's talking about the people of Israel scattered to the nations of the earth. And the focus on Israel, the people of Israel, is not just that they return to the land, but they return to their God. And we believe here at Jewish Voice that there's one way that can happen, and that's through the Messiah, and his name is Yeshua. The other thing I want you to understand is that the Bible is very, very focused on what has to happen in israel to, to Israel, the Jewish people, in connection with god 's plan for the nations, in other words israel 's restoration is connected with the restoration of the world it 's not an isolated people group like other people groups. This is a unique people group, and just as the Jewish people played an absolutely central critical role in the first coming of Yeshua in his in his first earthly ministry here on this earth. He was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. His name was Yeshua. All of the disciples were Jews. It all took place in the land of Israel. The Jewish people were absolutely critical to uh, his his first coming. The Jewish people are equally as critical to his return. And I want to draw your attention to just one verse. And that's the last verses of Matthew chapter 23. I'm referring to verse 37 where uh, Yeshua is weeping over Jerusalem weeping over their unbelief, and he says this, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I've longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look. Your house is left to you desolate. He was talking about the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. And then he says in verse 39, which I want to focus on, look closely with me. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say in Hebrew, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is an overlooked statement that connects the return of Yeshua to this earth to Jerusalem, in fact, physically, with the restoration of the Jewish people spiritually back to their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, through faith in their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus. In other words, for him to return, the people of Israel, Jerusalem, which now has to be under the control of the Jewish people, that happened in 1967, must cry out to him, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God's plan for Israel is directly connected to God's plan for the entire world, for the nations, for the church, and for the return of the Messiah to this earth. He's coming back. He's coming back soon. He's coming back to physical Jerusalem, and he'll come back when the Jewish people cry out, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God's plan... For Israel,
2: the Church, and the nations. Coming this summer, July 13th through July 20th, join Jonathan Burness and his family on a spectacular Alaskan cruise. With a theme of Israel, the feasts and the last days. You'll experience teachings with Jonathan Burnus, musical performances from Maurice Sklar. And additional guest speakers and musicians will be joining us in some of the most breathtaking and rugged scenery in the world. To register now, call Jabez Travel at 1-888-435-3787. This is a voyage you won't want to miss. Be sure to join us in beautiful Alaska. Since 1967,
1: Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We have been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care eye care and dental care, even eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, the gospel. And it's through your faithful support that you can make a difference in their lives. Now, as our way of saying thank you for your gift today, I'd like you to have Bill Solis' latest book, Psalm 83, The Missing Prophecy, revealed how Israel becomes the next MIDI superpower. You'll want to get this book because it contains information that's critical to understanding the prophetic implications of current Middle East events. It identifies the Arab nations and terrorist populations that want to wipe Israel off the map, and it addresses everything that you need to know about the imminent prophetic happenings that can affect Israel, America, and you. Now, along with this book, I also want to include a teaching uh, that I did called The Role of Israel in Last Day's Prophecy. This is a, an in-depth, two-CD set that answers questions like, why is Satan trying to destroy the Jewish people? What does he know that we don't? And what one single event must take place before Jesus can return to this earth? So I want to get these materials into your hands. So like Issachar, you will be wise by understanding the times we live in. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jewish Voice. And before I go, I want to remind you, as I always do, that the Bible commands us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And if you do, the Bible promises, Psalm 122, verse 6, they shall prosper that love thee this is Jonathan Bernis saying Shalom and God bless you
2: Jewish Voice is made
1: possible by the support of friends and partners like you